Welcome back to The Daily Devotion. My name is Kevin Hale. I'm the pastor of Christ Church Conway, a congregation of the Presbyterian Church in America here in Conway, Arkansas. The Daily Devotion is a time for us to be strengthened in our faith through the study of Scripture and theology. Right now, we're working our way through this great letter of 1 Peter, this letter that Peter wrote to the elect exiles to comfort them in their suffering, to comfort them in their persecution. And there's a great deal that we learn about the comfort that we have in Christ, a comfort that we share with those to whom Peter wrote so many centuries ago. We've made it up to 1 Peter chapter 1, verses 17 through 21, and we've been looking at what in Greek is this one long sentence that covers these five verses. Today, we're finally making it to the end of that section, looking at verse 21. Let me read these verses for us, and then I'll pray and offer a few thoughts on how we can believe the gospel and what we learn from this section of Peter's letter. This is what he writes, beginning in chapter 1, verse 17. And if you call on him as father who judges impartially according to each one's deeds, conduct yourselves with fear throughout the time of your exile, knowing that you were ransomed from the feudal ways inherited from your forefathers, not with perishable things such as silver or gold, but with the precious blood of Christ, like that of a lamb without blemish or spot. He was foreknown before the foundation of the world, but was made manifest in the last times for the sake of you, who through him are believers in God, who raised him from the dead and gave him glory, so that your faith and hope are in God. Father, we thank you for your word. We thank you for these constant reminders of where our hope lies. We thank you that we find our hope with one who is eternal and who can actually provide the security we need and for which we long. We pray, Father, that you would give us wisdom by your spirit, that I may speak in his power, that we all may hear as he gives us ears to hear, that we might be strengthened in our faith through the study of your word. In Christ's name we pray. Amen. Well, we've been working our way through these five incredibly rich verses. And yesterday we saw that Jesus Christ, the Lamb of God without spot or blemish, that that this one was foreknown before the foundation of the world and revealed in the last time for our sake. Here, Peter unpacks exactly for whose sake he was foreknown and revealed. Verse 21, for the sake of you who through him, that is through Jesus, are believers in God, who raised him, that's who raised Jesus from the dead and gave Jesus glory so that your faith and hope are in God. This passage is really, it's all about how in the gospel, our hope and faith are in God. He is the agent of Christ's resurrection and glorification. And so he is of ours as well. So remember, Peter's writing to these people who are suffering for their faith, who are faced with the harshness of this world, who are faced with the realities of persecution, who are faced with the realities of suffering. And he's reminding them that their faith and their hope are grounded in who God is. Not in their circumstances, but in who God is and how he is towards his people. 
And he does this by giving us a number of statements, a number of insights, both about Jesus and God. Of course, Jesus is God, and that's the first thing that we see here. That Jesus here is presented as being in union with God. Through Jesus, through faith in Christ, through him, we're believers, it says, in God. Through Christ, another way is to say we are faithful to God. The, the thing that God is calling us to is faith in Christ. Believers here, the Greek word is actually an adjective, which means faithful or faithfulness. So one way to translate this verse would be that through him, you are faithful to God. In other words, one way to apply this is that our righteousness, our security, our hope, our identity, our, our character, all of this is through Jesus, we are considered faithful to God. We're believers in him. There's, there's this kind of mixing up, this unity of Christ and God. This presentation of him as God. I'm not saying that the persons of the Trinity are mixed up. I know the Athanasian Creed. I believe the Athanasian Creed. We all should. It's wonderful. It's a great statement of the Trinity. But what we see here is this reality that to come through Jesus is to come to God. Because he is God, and because he is the Son of God, because he leads us to God. There's this beautiful unity in the Trinitarian reality of our salvation. Through him, we are faithful to God. And then it gives us some statements about God that also reveal to us something about Jesus. Through him... We are believers in God or faithful to God. So the second thing we see about Jesus is that he is presented here as the mediator through whom we come to God. I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me, Jesus says. And John records for us in John 14, 6. It's only through Christ that we come to God. It's only through Christ that we gain access to our heavenly Father. No other way. Only by the Spirit working faith in Christ in us. Jesus is the mediator that we need. We need nothing else. And so as long as we have him, we have a way to God. The God, Peter tells us, who raised him, that is Jesus, from the dead and gave glory to him. Here, Jesus is presented as proof that in God we are right to have hope. God did this for Jesus, raised him from the dead, gave him glory, so we are right to hope for the same when we come to God through Jesus, it's right for us to hope for resurrection and glorification. It's right for us to hope to that final beautiful end when we come to God through Jesus. And it's right for us to hope for that despite our circumstances here on earth. Because our hope, as we're going to see, is founded in God who gives life to the dead, who, who gives resurrection to the dead, and who gives glory 
to the humiliated, even though we suffer, even to the point of death in this life, we are right to hope in God for that that he provided for Jesus. Resurrection and glorification. God did this for Jesus, so we are right to hope for the same when we come to God through Jesus in faith. The death and humiliation of Christ could not hold him. And so the death and humiliation that this world offers to all its inhabitants will not hold those who are found in Jesus Christ. This is why Peter can write to these elect exiles and tell them, as we'll see several podcasts from now, to be ready to give a reason for the hope that they have. Because their life, as you look at it from the outside, as, as you look at it through eyes of this world, their life provides no reason for them to be full of hope. Yet Peter is reminding them that they should be. Because the one in whom they believe through Jesus, raised Jesus from the dead, glorified him from his humiliation. And so he will do for all who are found in Jesus Christ. Because we are found in Jesus Christ. Not because we've escaped humiliation or even death in this life, but only because we are found in in Christ. So he says all this. He was foreknown and revealed for the sake of you who through him, through Jesus, are, are faithful, are believers in God who raised him from the dead and gave him glory so that your faith and hope are in God. That's where your faith and your hope reside. Not in in the, in the context of your life, not in the circumstances of your life, not in what you face in this life. If you are found in Jesus Christ by faith, your faith and your hope are grounded in who God is and how he is towards his people in and through Jesus Christ. This is why Christians can hope in the face of suffering. Because our hope is not found in this life, but in God Almighty, who foreknew Christ as Redeemer for our sake, who revealed Him in the last times for our sake, for the sake of those who are found in Jesus Christ. Do you understand that? What are you facing in this life that, that you are tempted to lose hope because of? What, what, what are those realities of this life, of your present suffering, of, of your current circumstances that cause you to lose hope? Remember when you face those that your hope is found in God 
who overcame death and overcame humiliation to raise his son from the dead and give him glory. And he will do the same for you who are in Jesus Christ. Peter here is teaching us to look to God for our hope and not to our lives in this world for our hope. Might we learn to do that together and might we hope in Christ. Amen. Mm-hmm.